You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 39. Hey, this is Liz Watt. Do you know you have a light within you just waiting to be shared with this world? Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. But as we become more aware of this light, this light can become our ultimate guidance emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I want to ask you, do you want to take a journey with me? Do you want to take a journey together and bring our light to this world? If so, let's shine for all to see. I just want to tell you guys thank you for taking the time to learn about gospel principles. There's so much more we could be doing with our days right now, but I really feel that the more that we study and learn about gospel principles, then the more that we are blessed in our lives and the more that doors open up to us to be able to learn and to be able to experience. Last night, we were watching an episode of The Chosen and and it was just amazing to me that those people that followed Christ, how their hearts were softened and they um, didn't bow down to temptations and they were able to experience so many miracles in their lives. And I really feel that if we spend more time learning about Christ, learning about how we can communicate through the Spirit, then I think that the doors will be open to us and we will be able to have these miracles that that are that happen. So, like I said, this week we're going to be doing um, listening to the Spirit. The first one we talked first week was about our heart. Last week was about looking and this week is about listening and so last week we talked about looking in all areas of our lives to just know that God is is speaking to us and does anybody have an experience that happened to them this last week that they would like to share of where they found God was speaking to them. I think I was trying to figure out how to put it. And I think you just said it. I think my heart was softened because I was more emotional in reading scriptures or during the sacrament or even during the hymns, um, just thinking about Jesus Christ more often. And I, I just, I learned to, appreciate him more this week and that's the thing is when we look for him he's going to be there and we're going to find him in the hymns we're going to find him in the scriptures we're going to find him in our interactions with people we're going to find him in our struggles and we're going to find him in our good times too so i had an experience where i had the missionaries over for dinner and they where um, they they asked if I could give them a ride over to the apartment complex. There's for those of you that are just listening, there is an apartment complex that 
our stake take watches over and we have two of the apartments in two of the apartment buildings in our ward and so I went to go drop them off to go so they because they had an appointment but then as they were going they realized that they got a text saying that their appointment was canceled so as I was driving them there they said do you have anybody else we could go and see and I said you know what there's actually to where I was the primary president there was a family that I hadn't seen them out to church for a little while that had three kids so I just asked him I said maybe you could stop off there and give them a visit so anyways the next day they came to our house to because Ella my daughter was gonna do their nails for them it was their pee day and they wanted to have a pamper day so Ella said that she would pamper them by doing their nails so they came over and they said, well, actually that family that you're talking about, they weren't there. So we went to the top of that building and just, you know, started to knock doors. And the second door that they knocked, they actually came across a lady that was just about ready to have a baby in just a couple of days. And they asked if they could get arranged to have meals brought to them. So when they came to me, they said, you know, we met this lady, we met this girl and she's about ready to have a baby. And we asked if you guys could be involved and she said yes. And so anyways, I ended up calling her on the phone, talking with her. She was very excited to be able to get some support. And she ended up having her baby the next day. <laughs> And I was able to arrange meals to be brought into her and we are actually able to have start a, a, a relationship where I've been texting her to see how she's doing. And when I dropped off a meal yesterday, I said to her, I think it's kind of, I think it's, it's so awesome that Heavenly Father knew who you were and that he sent people to your house to help you through this situation through you being able to have a baby but also so that you could feel loved and i know that 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 heavenly father was behind that whole thing he was behind um them asking the missionaries asking me where to go he was behind them needing to go um you know to the very top and start knocking doors and just find this one girl who is going to need some help that none of us knew who lived there and what her circumstance was and so when we start looking at that we start seeing how God has orchestrated everything in our lives Liz yes so I had an experience just um, this weekend I was supposed to teach, which I did, young women's. It was a combined group, so there was quite a few. And I had been working on the lesson for a while and had asked some of this, the young women to help me out with a musical number and you know, presenting part of the talk, which we're supposed to do. And Saturday night, three of them canceled on me. <laughs> um, so I was like, it was 10.30, what do you do? I said, well, well, we'll just kind of punt. And actually, during the sacrament song, I was impressed 
Well, I got up then that morning and I thought, well, I just need maybe somebody to play some background music because one of the two of the girls were supposed to do a musical number. And so just before church, I text, texted a friend in the ward and asked her if she could come play the piano. And I didn't quite know what I wanted her to play. Um, so I sent her a, a hymn number um, that we could maybe just sing together. And then after after sacrament was over, I got this impression to choose a different song, which I felt bad because she had already kind of had a mindset for it. But um, we changed the song at the beginning of Young Women's and went through it. And actually, I had the girls read the words, and then we just sang the chorus. And um, the spirit was so strong after we sang that song that the lesson just... Um, I, for lack of other words, it was magical. Everything fell into place and it all worked out. And um, so I think my point is the Lord has a plan. And sometimes we get discouraged because he wants to change him. But um, it's always for the good and he always pulls us through. So anyway. Thank you, Debbie, for sharing that. I love that when we we can actually come to the realization that, you know, like you said, we have this we have this plan in our head, but Heavenly Father has a different plan, and His plan is better than our plan, and the way that it played out for those young women, probably brought the Spirit to them in a way that they would understand so much more. Yeah, yeah, I did. I had several people text me afterwards and say, you know how powerful the lesson was and I was like wasn't my doing <laughs> I, I I just um I was grasping at straws honestly to make it ends work and I grabbed the right straw so <laughs> anyway he does help us he does help us but the one thing that you pointed out there though is that you started to pondering on what to do and because you pondered on what to do, then the spirit was able to teach you. Yeah. And sometimes we think we have to do it on our own, but if we ask, then we will be granted. Okay. And I was, they were, it was, it, it went really well. Not, nothing to do with me, but the spirit was there and, um, and he taught, he taught. A lot of them, I think, was very good. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> okay, so um, this was, this this scripture, learn of me and listen to my words. I have that bolded, listen to my words. Walk in the meekness of my spirit and ye shall have peace in me. That's Doctrine and Covenants 1923. And this is a scripture kind of that we've been going off of to be able to help us with with our class and so this is the third one listen to my words so today um, we're going to be talking about remember in the very first lesson we talked about the radio and how the radio is always broadcasting but if we don't hear it that means we're not listening on the right station if there's static then that means we don't have it tuned in to the right to the right station. 
and we need to adjust that tune, adjust the, the dial on the radio so that we can hear what's being said. And I found this, I want you, I'm going to play this, this, um, it's just a three minute video of Elder Faust. And I actually have a, a connection with Elder Faust that, and it kind of really draws me to him. And this is where he talks about listening to the spirit. When I was trying to get baptized, there was a lot of things that I had to go through and a lot more than most people have to go through. And I had to have interview after interview. And anyways, at the end, I ended up at Elder Faust's office. And you can read that more into this story into my book that's coming out. But I ended up in his office and there was a point where I didn't know if I was going to be able to get baptized because of the circumstance that I came from and how just that I was, um, that I had to go through other stuff and just people didn't approve of the lifestyle that my parents lived and stuff. So it was really hard process to get to be able to be baptized. But I was out, as I was sitting in his office, there was a, a moment where he just stopped. He had first asked me a question if I had a testimony in Jesus Christ. And I told him yes. And then he stopped. And then he said, I actually want to give you some, is, do you care if I give you some advice? And at that moment, I knew that the Spirit was speaking to him because what he said to me were things that were on my heart and the struggles that I had been going through, he addressed them sitting in his office right then and he brought so much peace to me in my life. I know that at that moment he was listening to the Spirit. And so I thought that this was such a gem that I was able to find these words from him, this video that the church put out about listening to the Spirit, and we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Now are you possibly going to select what voices you will listen to and believe? Not be able to travel through life on borrowed light. The voice you must learn to heed is the voice of the Spirit. The Spirit's voice is ever-present, but it is calm. The adversary tries to smother this voice with a multitude of loud, persistent, persuasive, appealing voices. Murmuring voices that conjure up perceived injustices whining voices that abhor challenge and work, seductive voices offering sensual enticements, flattering voices that puff us up with pride, commercial voices that tempt us to spend money for that which is of no worth and our labor 
for that which cannot satisfy. In your generation, you will be barraged by multitudes of voices telling you how to live, how to gratify your passions, how to have it all. There will be all sorts of software, satellite receivers and communication networks that will suffocate you with information. You will be bombarded with evil and wickedness like no other generation. As I contemplate this prospect, I am reminded of T.S. Eliot's words, where is the wisdom we have lost in knowledge? Where is the knowledge we have lost in information? I have suggested a simple solution for selecting the channel which you will attune yourselves to. Listen to and follow the voice of the Spirit. This is an ancient solution, even eternal and may not be popular in a society that is always looking for something new. This solution requires patience in a world that demands instant gratification. This solution is quiet, peaceful, and subtle. This solution requires you to walk by faith in a world governed by sight. Learn to ponder the things of the Spirit and respond to its promptings. Filter out the static generated by Satan. As you become attuned to the Spirit, thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. Hearkening to the voice of the living God will give you peace in this world and eternal life in the world to come. These are the greatest of all the gifts of God. Does anybody have any thoughts on that video that you want to share? I think it's interesting that Governor Cox is, um, he was actually speaking this morning about how to protect our children from everything that's coming to them, from um, the different companies that are targeting them. And he's, he's uh, challenging us to help our youth not be so connected to um, all the voices that they're hearing. You know, when I grew up, I heard the news by my parents talking about what was in the newspaper. And now the children are hearing something all the time and we don't know what they're hearing. And so that's one of the things that he is attacking for, for Utah. You know, and one thing that I, I thought that was so important that he said is that we had to have the faith to be able to listen. And it showed in that story, like you were talking about, Brenda, that we have so many outside forces 
and these voices are getting so loud that it's hard to hear the voice of the Spirit. So that's what we're going to work on today is to be able to know how to listen to the Spirit. What are ways that we know that we can listen to God? So there's where you can actually hear his voice. In the scriptures. Yep, in the scriptures. The scriptures, when you read them, he can speak to you. Does anybody else have any other ones? Conference. Conference. Yeah, I think just sometimes pondering the things that we've learned after church or after conference or, or during those times, I think, is when I feel my most inspirational thoughts come is just in those quiet moments where you know you ponder whatever it is that you're dealing with and thoughts come to my mind and sometimes you have to sort out the thoughts and see exactly which ones are sent by the spirit and which maybe I know I think we talked about this a couple of times before is to you know Elder Bednar's talk about just don't doubt it just listen to it and and it's it is if it's good it comes from god that those are my my ways to do it i have to have a quiet place and whether it's the temple or during the sacrament on sunday or on my knees or just in a quiet house setting you know he also speaks to us um in our words like when we write have, you know, when we write in our journal, we can sometimes hear his words coming to us in what we should write down. That's another way that he speaks to us. Another one is he speaks to us through somebody else. And I kind of talked about that uh, an experience that had to me last week happened to me last week where I was able to send a text to somebody and they were able to hear the word, words of God that were sent to them, but it was through my text. So there is a lot of different ways that we can hear the Spirit. What I want to ask you, have you ever heard the voice of God? Have you ever heard it? Because I think that this is where we're going to need to get with our faith of listening to the Spirit. Is we are going to need to get where we can, that those impressions actually come alive and we hear the voice. I'll give an experience that happened to me. The, the first time that I actually heard the voice and I was not expecting it. I didn't quite know what was happening because I heard his voice. And I was in the temple at the time in an, in an endowment session. And as I was sitting there, all of a sudden I felt a door open up and some wind rush in to the room. And I looked down at my arms because I saw, I saw my hairs were sticking up on my arms and I thought that that was kind of interesting. And then the spirit told me the spirit started to speak and as it started to speak I started to look around the room saying who is this man that is speaking right now because 
it shouldn't have been nobody should be speaking at that time and all of a sudden the spirit told me that I needed to have another baby and that um, and that there was another child that was supposed to come to our home and afterwards I was kind of set back because I had never heard feeling like somebody was sitting right next to me the spirit speak like that and I would um, I didn't realize also that 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 things like that could happen but after that happened I realized the spirit can speak to us God can speak to us through the spirit and he has a voice and I heard it so I know that everyone can hear it I know that everyone can have that experience too and also to where I've already had that experience I knew then that I could continue to have more of those experiences now I'm not saying that listening to his voice is more important than actually getting those impressions one of those things that it talked about in the scriptures is that it has to work I mean in that video we just watched is it works through faith right through faith he can speak to us with an actual voice he can speak to us through the scriptures he can speak to us through conference talks he can speak to us through other people he can speak to us as we're writing in our journals there's multiple ways to do it but I had never had this experience before and so I know I was like if I I know what the voice of God sounds like because that happened to me one time and um, I just was kind of um, set back from that I, I just now realized that the voice I heard probably was um, our Heavenly Father um, my mother um, lived with us for many years and struggled the last year and um, we put her on hospice and um, they kept telling us oh it'll just be a matter of days it'll just be a matter of days because she was incoherent and laying there and she went for over two weeks and I I was so frustrated um, that I it was a personal thing I, there was so much going on in my life my three boys were young not young but you know in a very busy time of their life and I was being pulled there and I had to stay home with her and I went for a walk and I stopped at the stake center and I just poured my heart out to the Lord and I said I can't how long is this just tell me how long this has to last and um, it was just a very clear message in my head that our time on earth is such a short time. Just enjoy every moment you have. And from that moment on, I, I didn't question. I didn't wonder how it was going to work out. I didn't know how I was. I didn't stop. I stopped worrying about everything else. And, um... The last few days I had with her were um, were heavenly.
So I know the Lord was telling me, you know, just slow down a minute, think about this, and know that I have a plan. So I think, um, you know, when we say the world has so much influence on us that we do just need to stop and listen, and He will answer answer us or do what needs to be done. Um, but I, I did not even realize that till this very moment that that was his voice because it wasn't my impression. It was very clear in my head um, what he was teaching me I needed to learn. When I was very first called to be the primary president of the ward, a lot of times you would think um, maybe the spirit would tell me that, that you know, give me confirmation that I was supposed to be the president. And, but he didn't. He didn't even tell me who my counselors were supposed to be. But he told me of a certain calling of that somebody that I was supposed to call to a calling. And I knew at that moment that, you know, that, that, that I was supposed to be called to that calling because the voice was so clear of who I was supposed to call. And I've shared this experience before, and so it was um, the, the chorister for the primary, and so I don't think that she'll care if I share that, but she was very um, reserved about that calling because she wasn't a music person <laughs> she was as she would say she's far from a music person <laughs> but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that is who Heavenly Father wanted to call to that calling and I went over to her house and I said I know that you have these reserves I know that I know, you know, I, I don't know what exactly what I'm doing either, but I know that you are supposed to be there and that you, that Heavenly Father will bless you in whatever way that you need because you're supposed to be there. And as she was serving, there was so many moments that the Spirit spoke to me of why she was supposed to be there. Did she have the best voice? No. Did she know the melodies of the songs? No. You know what? I didn't have all that either. But how she touched the hearts of those kids and taught them was way more important of what Heavenly Father wanted those kids to learn at that moment. And the Spirit was so strong in that room at times because of her presence and how she taught those kids. I think that if we try to live by faith, knowing that the Spirit is speaking to us, that God is speaking to us through the, through the Spirit, we will have way more um, opportunities to be able to hear the voice of the Spirit. This slide says right here, and this is what I always tell all my clients and um, just people that I talk to.
you can ask God anything. Let him determine if he will grant, grant you what you are asking for. You never know unless you ask. I want you to take that as a challenge this week. That you can ask him anything. Anything that you want. He is the one, though, that gets to determine if he wants to grant it or not. Let him determine that. But as you ask, then I want you to see if he answers that. You know, he may not answer it at that time. He may not. Because there's different things that he needs you to learn ahead of time. And then that is when you start looking at, well, what is it else that I need to learn? So I have on this slide, what if you don't hear him? Here you are asking questions and sometimes you don't hear it. So in my patriarchal blessing, I'm not going to tell you like, you know, what it says and stuff, but there's a, I'll just paraphrase a part that says to pray in faith, knowing that you're going to receive answers because uh, knowledge will be poured down upon you. It was basically something like that. I I didn't quite know exactly what that meant because I knew that Heavenly Father would always speak to me. But as I was going through my health, my health challenges, as I talked about in the first week, I was desperate and he had told me that I would, would be able to be healed, if basically, if I listened and did what he told me to do. And so I just pleaded with him. And at that moment, it felt like knowledge was just pouring down upon me. And I had, I had things come to me that I had no clue of what it was. I remember sen- um, sitting, well, standing in my kitchen one day and one of my good friends, she has Lyme's disease. And at that time, she was really struggling with it and she had... Uh, it was her birthday, and I wanted to do something kind for her, but she had been down. She couldn't, her diet had to be very restrictive. And I was sit, standing in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I just heard the words banana flower. And I was so confused because what in the world is banana flower? I'd never heard of banana flower. So then I got on um, the internet and started searching and found out that it's actually a flour that people use to bake with. And you do it with green bananas because it's a starch. And you dry them and then you make it into flour and then you're able to make, you're able to do baking things with it. So I was able to bake her a cake with banana flour. I made the frosting out of coconut oil and a little bit of, um, of maple syrup. And I was able to whip that up and make a frosting. So it actually looked like she had a birthday cake. So as I was talking about at that moment, I just had knowledge that was just coming to me all the time. 
And then I got to a point to where I didn't hear anything. I would say my prayers in the morning with my meditation and I didn't hear anything. And what a contrast it was to have feel like a whole um, funnel was coming down to me all the time and then have it stop. And there was all these outside voices that kept on coming to me saying, oh, well, you must be in a faith crisis. Oh, well, you must not be going down the right path. Oh, you know, and, and those voices just kept on like coming to me and trying to beat me down. But then I kept on thinking, but I was told that I would have knowledge poured down upon me. And I, I have, I've experienced that. I know that these were the things from Heavenly Father that was given to me at that moment when I needed it. And because of that, my body was able to be healed. So I knew this. I knew that, but those outside voices kept on coming to me. So one day, I chose to ask a different question. I asked Heavenly Father, I said, what is it that I am doing to not allow you to speak to me? Before, I would say, Heavenly Father, can you help me with this? Or can you give me inspiration on this? But then I got to the point of, what am I doing that's not allowing that to come through? As we talked about in the first, in the first class, is that he's always talking to us. We're just not listening. So by asking that question... All of a sudden, I heard the words that said, get on your knees. And as I got down on my knees, it was as the floodgate opened. And I had, it was so much knowledge was just coming down to me. I, I had, as I was sitting there, and it seemed like it, within just minutes, I had three different meditations he wanted me to to write out what the meanings were, how they were linked together. <laughs> and it was like all of these things that I had been asking for, it was just given to me in a matter of seconds. It just was coming down like a huge waterfall into my head. Now, I'm not telling you this saying that we have to get on our knees to be able to hear the Spirit because that's not it. Sometimes Heavenly Father needs us to do certain things to either humble us or have us be receptive or just know or just change something up so that we can learn it a little different way. Does anybody have any thoughts or inspirations that has come to them as I've talked about this? I'm just loving what you're saying, so thank you. Well, I, I, as I was doing this course, this was actually the week that I was the most excited about because most people don't realize that the Spirit can actually speak to them and you can hear their voice. But I know that miracles are going to be poured down upon us and we will be able to hear the voice. 
if we are faithful and if we are continuing to seek the Spirit. So the way that I, that has changed my life is meditation. And this is how I have been able to allow the doors to be open to be able to hear me speak. And we have, have, the voice, have the Spirit speak to me is through meditation. I know we can't really do a full-on meditation right now, but I want to teach you how I get into the meditative state how to be able to block out what's going on around me and to be able to get into that meditative state. And as we do it, I'm going to then play a song and I want you guys to just listen to that song as, and then afterwards we'll kind of discuss if you had any thoughts or impressions that came to you as you were listening to that. Now I know that everybody's situations right now are different. Some of you may have some other distractions going on, but one of the things that I have learned also is that Heavenly Father knows our distractions. He knows what's going on around us. And he is also, if we have distractions at that time, he's trying to teach us how to listen through those distractions. And so whatever environment you are in right now is how he wants you to learn. And so sometimes as you start to, you know, get into that meditative state, you might have, like Debbie had before, a phone call come in, right? You might have, like last week, how Sasha had Tucker dancing in the background of a screen. You might have, as Melissa, she's doing homeschool with her kids and teaching the class right now, too. We have, the Spirit is always trying to teach us and in our, the moments that we're at right then. And so we have to realize that even though we might have chaos going on at that time, we can still hear the Spirit. Okay, so if you, could, if you could just kind of relax and close your eyes, I'm going to take you through just the breath work to be able to get into a meditative state. And soon, you won't even, the more that you practice this, the more then your body will be, your mind will become in tune to be able to just calm down. And as we breathe through this, your mind might start to wander. That's okay. Just bring it back. Just bring it back to what we're doing. Don't go against whatever you are trying, whatever your body is doing, your mind is doing. Just be okay with that. And then just bring it back. Don't get upset with yourself. Don't feel like you're a failure. That is the voice of the adversary because he knows the importance of you being able to speak with the Spirit. Anytime you have a voice trying to tell you that you can't do this, that's the adversary teaching you that. 
And are you going to let the adversary be your teacher or are you going to let the spirit be your teacher? All right, so just get in a calm position and I'm going to walk you, talk you through the breathing pattern that I use to start my meditation. You can close your eyes, breathe in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five. Now I just want you to breathe in for three and out for three. In for three and out for three. And as you listen to this music, I want you to just allow your mind to wander and to be able to hear the spirit. So many ways there is power 
So as you heard that song, what are some thoughts and inspirations that came to you? Well, I um, was trying so hard to meditate, but the words were so powerful. I had to stop and write them down. I, I love the, um, the one that said, there's power in her prayer of faith. And I love the, the phrase, um, filled with the answers she needs. You know, sometimes we think that, you know, the meditation happened to you for the way for you, Debbie, the way that you needed it to be. And sometimes we think that it has to be a certain way, but the spirit was prompting you to be able to write that down. Normally when you do a meditation, you're not going to be hearing all the music in the background, but doing this class today, it would have been kind of hard to just have sit here in silence for a little bit. And so that's why I just thought to do the music, but that music, it 
there's some things in there that I think you you kind of hit on Debbie that was so powerful and do we really realize that when we pray that our questions are being sent to heaven because there is power in prayer we need the faith but we actually but we have to do the prayer we have to do that we have to ask first it's like what I said before you can ask anything you want it's up to Heavenly Father if he wants to grant that or not you can ask him to teach you how he presents himself in his in your life you can ask him how he talks to you um, you know like if you can learn his language of how he teaches you because revelation is real there will always be revelation that is given to you. I have found that I receive more revelation when I am trying to serve someone else. When I'm praying about someone else, I will always get revelation. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, that tells me I'm doing his work. Uh, he cares about those people. Um, there have been many times that I've, many times that I've heard his voice, um, and actual words, and there are a lot of impressions that I'm given. Um, but I think he cares about how we're helping others more. And that is so true. I think those times where I heard that those actual words, it wasn't a about me but it was about somebody else it was about making sure that I knew that Talon was supposed to be in our family it was that Heavenly Father wanted me to make a cake <laughs> for somebody for their birthday it was that you know somebody was supposed to be called to a certain calling in primary and those moments are moments that it was serving somebody else. It was for somebody else. Okay, so I taught you how to get into a meditative state. Now what I want you to do is this week, I want you to every day try to get into that meditative state. And this is what you're going to do is you're going to write a blessing for yourself. Do you remember the story of Joseph and Emma when Emma said that she wanted a blessing and he said, why don't you write out the blessing and then I'll, I'll prove it when I get home or something like that. This week, I want you to ask Heavenly Father a blessing for you. I want the reason why I want to do this is that I want you to practice how the spirit speaks to you. I want you to see if he is giving you words, impressions. I want you to really fine tune how the spirit is speaking to you. And then I want you to write that blessing down. This is going to be a huge spiritual experience for you this week.
as if you take this serious and do it because you will hear the voice of the Spirit speak to you and you will get impressions of what he wants you to do the kind of person he wants you to be how you can serve how you can bless other people through this process you'll be able to know that you are a daughter of God and that the heavens are open and that he was he is constantly speaking to you so that is the lesson for today and I love the fact that this the heavens are open and that I have had I'm grateful for those opportunities that the Spirit has been able to speak to me I feel that because I've been able to hear the voice of God speak to me that I know without a shadow of doubt of a doubt who he is where he wants me to go and who he wants me to bless and the more that we can learn to listen to the Spirit then the better disciple of Christ we can become and I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen Thank you Liz Thank you Liz You guys have a good day You too Bye Do you want to take your search for light to a higher and more meaningful way? Visit me at yourjourneyofhealing.com where you can find more info on courses, retreats, and virtual mentoring. If you'd like to book me to speak at your upcoming conference, retreat, or get-together, send me a message. You can follow me at Facebook under Liz Watt or Instagram under Liz Hills. Let's share this podcast so we can make this world a brighter place. I'll see you on the next episode because you are important. You are needed and you, my friend, are loved.